Hey everyone, starting today, we have Tuesday, make sure you can all hear me, and we're talking about dealing with perfectionism, the main topic when it comes to weight loss, right after probably emotional eating, this might be the biggest one affecting people, uh, even if you're not a perfectionist, you know, and so we got to talk about this because a lot of you probably are perfectionists, um, I've noticed that in my career, I've always attracted a lot of perfectionists um, to work with. I don't know why it is, you know, I'm certainly a recovering perfectionist. So maybe that's why I don't know. But, um, it's also, I always joke that, you know, when it comes to weight loss, everyone turns into a perfectionist <laughs> pretty much. Right. So, um, you probably see where I'm going with this, you know, as I always do, if you want to deal with perfectionism, the first thing you got to do is take a step back and reframe this process a bit. Okay. So that it's not a diet right? The, the diet's always that thing where you see it in a short time frame. And if you look at what your weight loss in its short term time frame, it, it, it causes a cascading effect mentally. So as soon as you think, okay, I just want to lose the weight, you know, you, you frame it as a short term process of losing the weight. And as soon as you think that way, the next thing comes, I want to do as fast as possible. Let's get, let's do this. If we're going to do it, let's just get it done and do it. Right. And so that causes you to choose usually the most extreme plan or at least a intense plan, and then you got to follow it perfectly or what's the point, <laughs> right? And so in that sprint, you know, like, like again, you know, that short-term time frame, it's very metaphorically like a sprint, you know? And if you run a sprint and you trip, you're going to lose that sprint, right? You need to be perfect if you're going to run a sprint and win. So when you frame your weight loss as a sprint, you're setting yourself up for failure, no question about it. And it, it, it feeds, it's, you know, it, it sets you up to have to be perfect, you know, it just does. <laughs> so um, the first step of dealing with perfectionism is to reframe the process and to look at it as an ongoing long-term process because, you know, it, the perfectionism is not really the problem here. You know, it, it really isn't, I promise you. And you're going to see what I mean, you know, as I move on here. Um, but the perfectionism is not as much the problem as it is the way you're thinking about this process, okay? Holding yourself to a high standard and, and expecting a lot out of yourself is not really the problem in this case, the problem is that you're expecting perfection in an area that you can't be perfect in. And I think that is the core problem. Uh, you just can't be perfect, you know, because again, how long do you want to keep the weight off for, right? It's a long time. And so you can't be perfect with your eating. You can't be perfect with your working out. Like you just can't be perfect with it um, because there's too much of it. You know, people under, we always like minimize the weight loss process so much. And I think diets are a big part of this where they're always breaking weight loss down into like one simple concept. That's how they sell their diets, right? They conceptually seek to make it as simple as possible. You know, um, I always joke around with keto. I mean, just stop eating carbs, right? I mean, it sounds like the easiest thing in the world, you know, until you go and do it. And so oh, turns out all I ate was carbs. And so I have to learn how to completely eat differently. Well, that sounds a little harder, <laughs> but these diets kind of focus you on one thing. So I just stop doing this one thing and then you lose all the weight you want. And so, you know, it, it, that's not the truth though, you know, not, not real weight mastery. And so again, let me take a step back and help you articulate a better goal. You know, the idea that you just want to lose weight is not true. Okay. Um, what's probably more accurate is that you want to lose weight, get back to your goal weight and live the rest of your life there on near autopilot. It's probably a much more accurate description of what you're looking for you know, but one that you rarely articulate either, you know, so you need to be specific with your language because it, that's how your, your subconscious mind is very, very literal. And so when we start saying it's not just about losing weight, that's just the first phase of it. 
What I really want to do, the main point here is I want to get to my goal weight and live there the rest of my life on your autopilot. That is a completely different goal that I just want to lose weight. And that different goal articulated that way causes you to think of different strategies. Because as soon as you start focusing on maintaining your goal weight, living at your goal weight for the rest of your life, uh, you naturally tend to choose less extreme plans, right? The focus comes from fastest results possible to the longest lasting results possible, you see? So again, this is very important to recognize because I always ask, how long do you want to keep the weight off for? I know you want to lose weight. How long do you want to keep it off, right? I know forever. And so if that is the goal, you have to recognize that the strategy you've been taking to achieve that goal is not the proper one, you know, because usually what are you doing with weight loss? You're starting day one, trying to be perfect, you know, day one, cutting 50, 60% of your calories out day one, eating no carbs day one fasting, you know, for the next three or four days, whatever, you know, it is for you. And so again, you got to look at this long-term thing. This is life. You know, it's kind of like being a parent, right? Are you always going to be the perfect parent? Nope. <laughs> nope. Are you always going to be the perfect partner? Nope. You know, it's like, it's more, your weight loss is more akin to that. You know what I mean? It's a forever thing, you know? And so you got to stop thinking of it as this temporary short-term thing because yeah, temporary short-term thing, we can be perfect. Okay. But the rest of our life eating perfect, that doesn't even, that's not even an option, you know? So, okay. So, so that, that's the first step is you got to reframe this process, recognize it's an ongoing long-term one and start to see the bigger picture as well. Okay. So that's not just food. The food's obviously the biggest part of what's going to impact your weight, okay? What you're consistently eating. Um, however, there are lots of things that go into effect what you're going to eat, right? And knowing what to eat is the least of them, right? So there you go. There's another kind of, keep this in your mind because you're not thinking about this and you're wondering why you're struggling. It's not because you don't know what to eat, right? So, so stop looking for another diet. The, the, the main problem you have is not that you don't know what you should and shouldn't eat. The main problem is you can't get yourself to eat the way you know you should. That's the main problem. And this is the part that no one ever focuses on. No diet ever teaches you. How do you get yourself to eat the right way? Right? We all know what we should do. Every diet's telling you what you should do. They ain't working. <laughs> you know what I mean? You know what I mean? Like, um, it's like, how many more times do you have to do it to realize there is no plan coming on the pike that just like is just automatic to do. Do you know what I'm saying? Like there'll be more plans coming on the pike of, oh, eat this, combine your foods this way. Don't eat that food after night. There's going to be more rules coming at you with the diets that you've got a whole lifetime of that coming at you. However, it's up to you to recognize that that's not really my problem as much as it is the fact that I can't get myself to eat the right foods consistently because I don't know how to influence my behaviors really at the end of the day. And I don't have to influence my behaviors because I don't understand how I feel. I don't know how to influence how I feel and how I'm thinking, you know, and that's what it comes down to. When you really look at your weight loss attempts, really what it is, it's you've got one tool. You've got willpower, right? You've got willpower. He's like, give me the plan and uh, I'm just going to force myself to follow it. And that's your, ta-da, I mean, that, that's your weight loss plan in a nutshell, you know, and it never works because your brain's not set up that way. And so I tell you this stuff because I know you're probably feeling frustrated. Everyone feels frustrated about their weight. I've tried everything. Nothing's working. No matter what I do, I can't lose the weight. You know, well, how can this be? So one of the big things for me that, that really shifted everything in my life is I learned neurolinguistic programming, NLP. I learned this when I was 19 years old. It changed everything. I was 50 pounds heavier than I am now. I was binge drinking. Now, here's the big one. There's a lot of stuff in NLP. But the big one that I want to put out to you here is a game changer. 
is that it's all about finding people who are getting the results you want and finding out how the hell they did it and not just asking them what they did. NLP always goes deeper than that. Okay, I see you're eating better. I see you're exercising. So you're living a healthy lifestyle. We don't stop there. That's where everyone stops, right? You think, do you think you just need someone to tell you stop eating, uh, you know, high fat foods, stop eating high cal calorie foods, stop overeating? Oh, you didn't know that? You know what I mean? It's like smokers, right? It's like you get someone telling them they got to stop smoking. You don't think they know that it's, it's unhealthy? You know, and it's like, there's this whole deeper level. We just, we just ignore. I don't know why we ignore it. I, I can't understand. So anyways, NLP says, okay, find the people getting the results you want and find out how they're doing it. Not just behaviorally, but psychologically. How do they think about these things? And that's the magic. So I began to find these people a lot of times at the Y. I said, how do you do it? What, what's going on? And very quickly, because this was the first time in my life, because I was surrounded by people that were always struggling with their weight. Knew everything about diets. The, the guy who, in my life who knew more about diets than anyone else on the planet, this guy did a different diet every week, was a 400-pound comedian that used to be a family friend. Um, ended up in a wheelchair for the last 30 years of his life because he was so big, you know, and he couldn't, he knew every single diet, but he couldn't stick with them, couldn't get the results, you know? And so I started studying these people and talking to them. Well, what are you doing? And very quickly, very, very quickly, you realize it's the way that they're thinking about it. They're thinking about it completely differently than I was. They weren't thinking about diets. They weren't even thinking about this new workout thing. They had transformed the way they think about food, exercise, their health, their lifestyles, and ultimately themselves. They thought about themselves differently. They saw the world differently. And so it very quickly dawned on me that the real secret is to change how you think about this process. Because what you're doing is you're thinking about dieting as a fixed idea and you just keep entering into that idea every once in a while, you know, and when you can't do it, when you can't get yourself to actually do a diet, you just keep thinking in terms of diets and waiting to get back into that mode and you're just looping through it, right? Are, are you not? <laughs> are you not looping through? Like, it's like, what happens, right? Again, it's the spontaneous pain-based motivation. You step on the scale, you see the picture of yourself, the clothes don't fit, um, you get really upset. And you say, that's it. I got to do it. You hop on a plan. You force yourself to do it for a couple of weeks, maybe a couple months. You get some results even sometimes. And then you just can't keep it up. And then you go back to how you were. Wait for the pain. Start a plan. Do it for a little while. Stop. I mean, is this not the cycle, right? And it never changes. You know, so Susan says, the more prepared I am with meals, it's easier to eat healthier. I usually don't eat it as well, if I have more junk food in the house, shocker, right? Yeah, can you imagine? Crazy, right? So um, I like what you're saying, Susan. I know you you listen to, to me for a while, so I know. Um, you know, one one big thing I can give you categorically here, because I don't want to just get caught up on specifics, is when you think about dieting, what you are conditioned to think about is tactics. You want someone to just tell you kind of like what to do, and you think you're going to do it, and. What's really going to get you better results is when you take a step back and start looking and approaching at your weight mastery more strategically, because you are your approach to weight loss is basically you using your willpower to force yourself to act in a new way. And your brain is not set up to do that. You know, and I always tell people, you know, like if, if you're watching this, you've probably been struggling with your weight for decades. Uh, that's a kind of the average amount of time I see people 10, 20, 30, sometimes 40 years struggling with weight. Right. And um, if you think about it, because and I say this to you with, with love, I really do. I mean, this. this is why I do this. OK, so I don't want this to sound like I'm, I'm 
yelling at you or being judgmental or anything like that. Cause I'm not, I want to point out it's, I don't think it's your fault. I think you, we've all been literally brainwashed by diets. I mean, it's literally millions of diet ads we've seen in our lives to the point where we can't separate weight loss from dieting. You know what I mean? Like, like it's very difficult to think about how you're going to lose weight if it's not a diet, you know, they've literally infected our brains with this bullshit. And it's the worst part of it though, is that we don't even realize this now. And so there's so many people walking around unhappy with their weight, worried about their health because of it. And they feel like they can't do anything to change it. You know, they feel like they're the problem. You know, they say, Oh, I've tried all the diets and none of them work. I must be there's something wrong with me. That's not true. I promise you that's not true. I've helped too many people lose weight that have been in that situation. And so I'm here to tell you that it is not you. You're not the reason you're not losing weight. The problem, the biggest problem by a mile is it's you following a horse shit strategy of dieting. And, um, I can't put it any other way, <laughs> you know? Um, so the dieting mindset is so flawed inside and out. There, there's so many things wrong with it. And again, the big one getting back to perfectionism is that you think you need to be perfect to get results. And that sets you up for failure right away because being perfect is very difficult and being perfect with your eating forever is impossible. You know, you're a human being, you know, your, your eating is not like this thing you just decide to do. It's, it's a thing that's happening multiple, multiple times a day on autopilot. You have eating programs installed into your subconscious mind and you just run them. Have you ever wondered, have you ever wondered why it's so hard for you to lose weight? Because what happens? You want to lose weight more than anything in the world. I know you do, right? You think about it all the time. You start a plan. I really want to do this. And finally, okay, I'm going to make this happen. And then some part of you compels you to eat the wrong food. Why do you explain that? 40 years trying to lose weight for 40 years. And you have no explanation of what's going on here, you know? And so I say this to you to give you hope that if you start focusing on the mindset piece, if you start looking at this in a more holistic way and focus on the lifestyle piece, the whole process becomes much easier. It's not rocket science. It's just that they have gotten us so addicted to thinking about weight loss in this way. Um, yeah. Okay. So what do we do? Right. So I'll, I'll get to the, how, how do you actually lose the weight? Right. What's the alternative? Cause I don't want to just point out the problems. Um, but I have to point out the problems too, because you're so ingrained in it. You can't even see it. You know, um, it's like the nose on your face, right? You close one eye, look at your nose, you see it close the other eye. You see your nose, open both eyes. Your brain just deletes your nose. There's no point in seeing it, you see. And so the same things happened here that you can't, you don't realize that the only way you think about weight loss is as a dieter. And you don't even realize that way of thinking because it's just, everyone's thinking that way. All right. So. The alternative is you start approaching this, your weight loss, like you would anything else in life that you wanted to get good at, right? So let's just imagine you wanted to play piano, right? You never played before. Um, what would you do to get good at it, right? Well, you'd have to practice. You'd have to do it consistently. You would start with where you were at, something simple, and you'd start working on that and get good at it, develop some skill. Then what? You'd, you'd add some more onto it and get better at that skill. Then what? Get better at right so it's so obvious yeah baby steps right and it's like that's what we would do we would we would start where we're at and we'd take a step forward so i'll give you an example so i, I i'm a yoga instructor right and so what what i always think i, I have a program com called comfortable yoga so it's a philosophy and um what i found i was very fortunate with how i learned yoga because i learned yoga on my own at the same time learning all this hypnosis and nlp stuff and all this mind stuff so here's the thing. When you're doing yoga, let's just say a forward bend, right? Where you got your legs straight out and you're, you're folding forward. 
what yoga is, it's like, so some people, everyone's different, but let's just say I can get about this far and that's comfortable-ish for me. And I start to feel it being kind of tense. If I go further, I'm struggling and straining. If I go back, this is really easy. So what I'm doing is I'm playing right with this spot here and I'm relaxing. So I'm going back a little bit, I'm relaxing. Then I'm going, leaning forward a little bit. I feel things tightening up and I'm easing off a little bit, relaxing. Then I'm folding forward a little bit, relaxing. Do you, do you see what I'm saying? That's, that's the process. Now, what's the state of flow, right? If you're, if you're familiar with the state of flow, um, what that is, it's when you do something and go 10% further than you're comfortable with. That's a state of flow. It takes focus. I just went snowboarding today. That's a state of flow, right? I'm doing it and I'm going, but I'm, I'm hyper fixated. I'm, I'm very focused and it's a nice feeling. It's not overwhelming me. I'm not doing double, triple black diamonds where I'm scared to death and it's too much. I'm doing trails that are just about 10% past my, my abilities, you know, in a sense. And I don't even mean it that way, but my easy abilities, I could just coast down the mountain. I'm looking to push that a little bit more. You see, when it comes to weight loss, no one does this, right? You start day one, absolutely being perfect, you know? And so it's really key that you start approaching this differently because that approach is, again, if, if you, that would be like with piano, you're like, I said, I'm going to start practicing eight hours a day. That's how I'm going to get good fast. That would be the equivalent of how people, that's like the diet approach, right? I'm going to do everything perfect on day one. You know, and on day one, you're exhausted, you're overwhelmed, you're stressed out, right? You've, you've just been feeling bad about yourself. Your diet's crap, you're low energy, your lifestyle's trash. <laughs> so it's like all this stuff, right? And um, and then you think you're just going to start and be perfect on day one and then ride that perfection out until you reach your goal weight. And then what? Well, who knows? We aren't going to think about that right now. Let's get to the goal and then, then take it from there, right? So there's no, there's no forethought. There's no strategy. There's no well-thought-out plan. And there's not even a good articulated goal. It's, I just want to lose the weight, right? And so how many times have you just lost the weight and then put it back on, you know? So, um, so yeah, this other approach, you don't like it because it takes patience. It's a little longer, you know? And you're so addicted to chasing shortcuts with your weight loss. It's not your fault until you hear me say this and then you realize it. And then if you keep going down that path, now it becomes your fault, okay? Um, but you have to make the adult decision and I mean this, right? I don't put this video out too much, but I'll do it on the live. But this maybe you, maybe it's not. But most people I see when it comes to the weight loss are big old babies. If, if I don't lose weight in a month or a week, I'm forget it. I'm gonna quit. I'm not gonna do it anymore. I, I've been doing it for two weeks and I haven't lost any weight. I'm about to. I'm gonna. I've been doing. I've been doing the program for six weeks and I haven't lost weight. Well, so what? <laughs> you know what I mean? So what are you gonna do now? Go ahead, quit. Go quit, I, I, whatever. <laughs> See how that serves you in life, right? What happens if you played the piano for three weeks and you, you still suck? Guess what? You know, and it's like this for everything. I play guitar. I, I've learned one song like two years ago. It took me like seven months till it sounded anything like the song, you know? So if you have no patience, good luck. Good luck. You know, I, I don't, what can I tell you? You know, and you're so addicted to these fast results that it's like, I don't know. What are you gonna do? <laughs> uh, you know, you hear a different option, right? We get some some questions. I'll hear some questions. Um, so, what do you do for us to lose weight, right? So, have you ever farted during the yoga and pretended it was not you in front of the class? Yeah, I was in a class one time and a person farted like six times. And it was the loudest farts ever. There was no pretending for that person, and they didn't seem to mind. I think that, that some, I think they enjoyed that. <laughs> very, very true. We just have to start imperfectly and just keep better at it. Yes. That's what we're talking about, right? The way you would anything else. Weight loss is literally, I can't, is there anything else other than weight loss that we just jump in being perfect on day one and expect we're always going to make it? Like, that's why people, I'll say like, oh, look, you, if you want to lose weight, you have to learn how to, how to be thin. You have to learn how to lose weight. 
He'll say, I, don't, I know how to lose weight. I just got to get myself to do it. Okay. Then you have to learn how to get yourself to do it. You have no idea how to get yourself to do it. So it's a learning process. You don't know if you're not doing it. It's because you don't know. It, it's that simple. Don't make this complex. <laughs> you know, you're deluding yourself thinking, you know what to do. And you just have to get yourself to do it. Um, that's not true. You have to change all of your behavior. You have to change the way that you think. You have to change the way you habitually feel. It's a big undertaking. As big undertaking as anything else you could do in your life. It's like going to college. It's like starting a job. <laughs> what are you going to, you know, you're going to bullshit you. There's some simple way. Just cut carbs out. I mean, yeah, that sounds easy. I could sit here and tell, I could do that same thing. Believe me, if I was unscrupulous, I would have a diet out there and I would just tell you what to do. It's the easiest thing in the world. That's why I don't tell you what I do. Cause I created my own plan. You know, I help people create their own plans because that's the only thing I've ever seen work. Susan says I have such an association with different types of foods because of all the diets I've tried tell me yes or no with what to eat. Keep it simple and staying satisfied is key for me. Yeah. The diets. Okay. If you know me, you know where I'm going with it, but I got to say it. The diets, they don't want you to be thin. The diet, all the big diets you know about are owned by big food companies. Did you know Weight Watchers was owned by Heinz? Did you know that Jenny Craig was owned by Nestle? Did you know that uh, Atkins Food Products is owned by the same company that owns Cinnabon and Onion's pretzels? Did you know that Slim Fast is the same company that owns Ben & Jerry's ice cream? Right? These companies, they, they put, do these diets because it's the most insidious thing because it's like you're looking at the diets to help you out. And you say, wow, but I lost a bunch of weight on, on Weight Watchers. Yeah, how long did you keep it off for? And, and there's obviously always outliers. People succeed with every plan out there, a couple of them, you know? But these diets never show you how to deal with the mindset piece. They never show you how to create long-term results. That's not the point of it. They just, they keep you fixated on short-term, just losing the weight, unsustainable ways. They don't talk about how to deal with your emotions or your mindset. And that's why you keep repeating the same cycle, you know, because it's a willpower first process for you. You're just trying to force yourself to do it. And I've seen people follow those diets for years and lose the weight. And then they get off track and they go right back to where they were. Why? Why is that? You may have no reason for that, but I do. <laughs> you have a subconscious mind and a conscious mind. Okay. Your conscious mind is the logical part of your brain that says, I want to lose weight. I know what I should do. And it tries to get you to do it. Your subconscious mind is the part of you that runs all of your eating behaviors. All of your learned behaviors run subconsciously. You don't need to think about them. You just do them on autopilot. You know, you could not ride a bike for 50 years, get on it. You're gonna be able to ride it. How? Not because you consciously remember every little thing you got to do to ride a bike because that behavior is stored as a subconscious program. And so all of your eating behaviors are subconscious programmings. And so they just run on autopilot. Let's just say you got a programming that at eight o'clock, you sit on the sofa and eat ice cream. Okay. Eight o'clock, you just do it. You just do it. You don't have to remember. You just seem to remember, <laughs> right? And you just do it. Now you start a diet. What do you say? That's it. I got to stop that. Right. <laughs> right. Use your willpower. Come on. Stop, 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 stop. Right. And you do this for as long as you can. And eventually you get tired, bored, distracted, sick, whatever. This falls away. And this just goes, oh, okay, oh, back to normal. Is that not what it feels like? <laughs> you know, is it not what it feels like? Um, and so you never use your conscious, logical, rational mind to reprogram your subconscious mind so that your subconscious mind does automatically healthy things. That's the amazing part of this whole process is that you can train your mind to do healthy stuff. Why do you brush your teeth? You're not thinking about it. You just do it on autopilot. Oh, it's morning. I'm going to brush my teeth. Oh, I'm going to get ready to go to bed. I'm just brush my teeth, you know? <laughs> it's like, that's, that's how you should be approaching your weight loss to try and make it as easy, as simple, as automatic as you can possibly make it.
And instead what you're doing, is you're trying to make it as hard as possible. You try, you're just throwing a huge wrench in your whole life, like one Monday. Right. And it's like, it's just makes no sense logically. Now I don't blame you for getting caught in it until now. And now that you get some perspective on it, I, I hope you demand a better way, you know, because how long you've been at it. Feel free to write that in, folks. If you want to write in how long you've been trying to lose weight for, you know, that's a long time. Yeah. Lena says, if I don't lose a pound the first day, I quit. LOL. <laughs> Fair enough. And I know, like, I don't know if you're joking or not, but I mean, like, that, it's, it's not a joke, right? I, I know so many people like that, you know? It, it's exactly it, though. You see what I mean? And it's like this, it's such a short-term time frame. Like, how could you, I was, I was, I was just eating a banana and I was like, it's like, they, they do this, this, the example of like the impatient farmer, you know what I mean? Who plants a seed and like a week later digs it up to see if it's sprouting yet. You know what I mean? It's like, that was one of the best parts of uh, seven habits of highly affected people. But he talks about, you know, that, that's one of the things our modern culture is good and bad stuff, obviously. Right. But one of the bad things that we're so impatient and, um, you know, back in the day that we didn't have more patience with things. Things were just a slower pace. And your weight loss, if you can approach it and go at it with a slower pace, it ironically makes everything a lot easier. You know, what's making your weight loss so difficult is you put such a small time frame around it. You know, it's like if you went to college, right? And you're like, oh, I want to go to college and um, learn accounting, right? And it's like after the first week, you're like, oh, I don't know accounting yet. Geez, this isn't even where I still haven't learned it after the first month. I don't know. I still don't know how to be a CPA. I still couldn't pass the thing. You know what I mean? It's like, well, of course, with college, you get a longer time frame, right? So it's like with this here, it's like you get the tiniest of time frames. And even Lena's right, a day. And that's not a crazy thing. I hear people say that because then people say, oh, a day's ridiculous. I'll give myself a week. <laughs> well, a week's ridiculous. You know, I mean, geez, my weight can fluctuate five pounds in a day. If I was a woman, women's weight can fluctuate way, way more, you know, because what's going on with them. And so it's like this idea that you're going to you know, give yourself a week or even a month. Again, it's that that's I'm telling you is one of the, the first things you got to change. I'm not saying it's easy, but you got to change it. People are more comfortable with dis-ease and will self-sabotage. Feeling good is uncomfortable. That's ah, kind of true. It's a little bit true. It's uncomfortable. And I think that's a good point because here's the thing, right? This is going to sound strange to you probably, but your subconscious mind is not logical. It's very Pavlovian. It just associates things together. And so I know you may be unhappy with the weight. You may not like it. You may think 24 hours a day of how you, you want to lose the weight. And you don't want to be overweight. However, you are familiar with it. And that brings a sense of comfort because you're familiar. You know how this works, right? <laughs> you know anyone or maybe yourself. I, I certainly do this. Areas of my life where I'm doing things I don't want to do or I know aren't serving me, but I just do them because I know it's, it's a routine. It's familiar, you know? And so, yeah, being comfortable with yourself and changing this inner processing of, of what's going on inside of you is the most important part of weight mastery, in my opinion. And no one talks about it. You know, we're in the phase now of weight loss where it's, I always call it like the just say no to drugs phase. You know, a diet is basically just say no to drugs, but for food, right? There's no, there's no deep work going on. It's just them saying, hey, just say no to the food, right? That's a diet. That's horseshit suggestions. That's not going to help you. The problem is that you don't know what to eat or what not to eat. The problem is you don't know how to get yourself to do it consistently. You have no strategies to do that other than willpower, you know, and it doesn't work. So, um, yeah, part of it is starting to feel good. That, that's literally part of it, right? So, so that's smart. What, what you're thinking, I think is smart. And I think that and it doesn't make logical sense. Oh, why would I, why would I be nervous about losing weight? Someone may say, you know, we dig a little deeper and maybe a woman and she said, well, 
Uh, when I was at my goal weight, I got attacked, I got assaulted. Okay, well, maybe you associate being at your goal weight with being in danger, being not secure. That's a very common one for women, you know? And there's a lot of these subconscious reasons why we don't actually want to lose weight. Very interesting when you look at it that way, because it allows you to reclaim your power. You, you weigh what you want to weigh. I'll put it out there as plainly as I can, you know? Um, instead of a scale, I feel how I'm doing. Oh, how are you? Broken Halo. I, you dropping bombs here. That's, that's brilliant. I think that's smart. That's what I do. I'm, I'm way more. I'm going to talk about that too. Yeah. Want to say the path now? You know, it's funny. I made a video the other day and I said, okay, what would you choose? You could have the choice between the most delicious meal you've ever had in your entire life, or you can wake up tomorrow at your goal weight. And that question is to put in front of you both of these things and for you to choose which one would you want. Now, most people, well, I, I will say most, but, but it did seem like most people would choose the goal weight, you know? And um, the reason why we tend to choose the goal weight is we know that's a lot more pleasurable, right? It's long lasting. There's so many benefits to it. And then there's the food, which is like kind of, it, it's good, but it's temporary, we know this. And so I asked that question just to eliminate the time factor, because one of the biggest psychological challenges you have, which, by the way, cognitive biases, look them up, understand what the hell you're working with. You, you don't understand your brain. You know what I mean? Like you don't understand your mind and how your behavior operates, your thinking, how you feel. You don't have any sense of all this, so you can't influence any of it. All you do is you start on the superficial level of trying to use willpower to force yourself to act a new way. You see, you want to get more strategic and holistic with the whole process. That's how you make it easier. I'm sitting here. I've messed my way for 30 years. I've been the exact same weight. There's one little blip about 10 years ago and I'm not dieting. I don't even work out. I'm working on imp implementing that. Um, it's just purely because I've, I've refined my eating to the point where I'm at the weight I want to be at. Now, I'm not able to just do that. I have a lifestyle that supports all that. So in my program, I have three pillars of weight mastery mindset, lifestyle, eating. And I think of them in a pyramid shape. The bottom level is mindset. Without the right mindset, I, I mean, the rest of it's pointless to me. You know, that's why I see everyone on a diet, you know, even the people, oh my God, I lost 15 pounds on keto the last two weeks. Amazing. I see that and I'm instantly like, talk to me in a month. <laughs> Let me know where you're at two months from now. I always think that that shit does not phase me for a second. You know, the second I see, oh, I lost all this weight. Oh, I lost it. And I say, oh, how'd you do it? How'd you do it? How'd you do it? You know, who gives a shit? You know what I mean? What's it going to be? It's going to be some extreme thing that you're not going to be able to maintain. So what's the point? What are we doing? You know, so the mindset piece to me, without that, I don't know what the point of any of it is. You know, just going to, it's just, if you don't deal with your mindset, you're just going to keep doing the same stuff. But okay. Then I'm on that is the lifestyle piece. And then on top of that is the eating, you know? And so I think of them that way. And so for me, a lot of my focus is on the lifestyle piece, because if I can get my lifestyle, my lifestyle's your lifestyle is affecting everything. You know, your lifestyle is affecting your hunger, your cravings, whether they're healthy or unhealthy, um, your moods, your energy levels, your ability to think clearly, um, it, it's it, your horm hormonal functioning, you know, your metabolism, it, it's affecting everything. And you're not giving that any thought. You just think your willpower is this, like you intuitively think your willpower is this non-physical thing that you can just tap into. And so no matter how you're living, you're just always going to have access to the same amount of willpower. It's not true. You know, you should think about your willpower like a muscle. It's not, it's not technically a muscle, but metaphorically, it's very much like a muscle. It's a part of your brain that uses lots of glucose like a muscle does. It's a part of your brain that gets worn out with the more it's used. This is why dieting doesn't work well. 
because you're trying to use this muscle that you'd never use. And then you're trying to use it and force it to do things. It's not meant to do make every food decision you're going to make throughout the day. And you get worn out. You can't keep it up. It's always the same problem. It's not the diet's problem. I mean, it is, it is the diet's problem as a paradigm. It's not the specifics of the diet. If that makes sense. Um, it's the thing because you're looking at this diet, like you're going to force yourself into this round hole for until you lose the weight, you know, and you just think about it so short term. So when you start understanding from a deeper thing, it's, it really is a process of mastery. You know, it's not much different than like when I play the guitar, there's so many aspects of the guitar. I mean, there's rhythm, there's reading music, there's understanding, um, you know, intervals, scales, chords, uh, melody, rhythm. I mean, there's just, you can break it down into all these different categories and the longer you play guitar, the more of those categories you break it down to and then understand and learn. And the better you get at playing guitar It's the same thing with anything you're good at, right? <laughs> you started it, you were overwhelmed and then you kept doing it. And you gain more and more mastery over it. You break it down and you have more granular understanding of the intricacies of that subject, right? So your weight can be the same thing. Now here you are 40 years later trying to lose weight. And you don't have it. You almost shit. You have no idea how to lose weight. You know, as little about how to lose weight now as you did. 40 years ago before you started your first diet. That's how you know the diets are horseshit. They're just, they're selling you. They're like carnival games, right? They're, they're trying to make it seem so easy for you to lose weight with them. But you would take a step back and you're like, holy shit, no one's losing weight with diets. What, how, and this is how you know. When you have a friend say, ah, I'm going to start a diet, whatever diet it is, do you ever believe that, that it's going to work for him? Do you? I know you don't. And then that applies to you too. Every time you're like, oh, I'm going to do it. I'm going to try. <laughs> you know, they try it. And it's like, you don't believe it's going to work because it's probably not because <laughs> it's not set up for you to work psychologically. You know, you're not, imagine if you had to like willpower, remind yourself to breathe all day, we'd all die. <laughs> you know, like you're not going to be able to micromanage your eating forever. It's never going to happen. It's you're overwhelming yourself. And the worst part of the whole thing is that you're overwhelming yourself which is, it's okay to overwhelm yourself sometimes as long as like you overwhelm yourself. Oh shit, that was way too much to take on at first. I'm not going to do that again. That didn't make sense. It's too much. Next time I want to lose weight, I'm going to start slowly. I'm going to, I'm going to work on one thing and get good at that. And then I'm going to pick the next thing. But you don't do that. <laughs> you overwhelm yourself. You say, oh God. And then you get off and then you don't think about it at all. And then you start again and you do the exact same process. That's all or nothing, right? You go into all, you know, it's like, you know, like, um, what do they call it? It's like, remember in Men in Black, they got the thing, the, the neuralizer, whatever it's called. Brr. That's what it's like for you, right? Like you start the diet and it's like, you're, you're all focused and motivated to do it. And then something happens, like you're doing it. Next thing you know, you're just not doing it anymore. And right between there, it's like you're neuralized and you forget all about it. They just repeat the same process. How many times have you repeated it? You know, for most people, I mean, it's 10, 20, 30, 40 times, hundreds of times, you know? And, um, you know, and then but again, the worst part is you blame yourself. So something wrong with me. Instead of looking at the fucking strategy, it doesn't work. <laughs> this is a goofy strategy to try to do it all at once. Every time I do it, that's why you don't even want to do it now because you're like so scared of it because not only like, does it not work long-term and you know that is that it's hard, right? That's what you're trying to do. You're trying to mobilize the motive. You're trying to get yourself motivated and excited to take all this on. You're like, oh, oh, oh. Right? It's like losing weight and getting healthier and feeling good about yourself is I, I swear it's the most pleasurable thing you can do. It, it's literally, it's like the most, it's the best thing. It's better than making a lot of money. It's, it's like, it's like, it makes you feel absolutely amazing. You know what I mean? Like, like inside and out when you're doing it proper. 
and you feel good about yourself, you start looking better, you start feeling good, oh, you know, your body lightens up, your body starts to operate better, more energy, feeling good, all that stuff, right? Best thing you can do, most pleasure you can experience pretty much. However, when you think about losing weight, it's all associated to pain. You think it's going to suck. You don't want to do it, you know? You've put up this, again, cause, and I, it's because all the diets, right? You've, you've tried all these ways to lose weight that are miserable. And now when you think about losing weight, it's like, it just feels over, oh, <laughs> right? That's the feeling, you know? And so it's like, that's how you feel about doing something. Like, you got you to gotta check yourself. You know, you take a step back and say, wait a second, you know? Like, what am I doing here? What, what am I doing? And that's what I'm trying to do. I'm trying to facilitate that process with you, to have you take a step back and look and say, oh, my God, you know what? I'm not a loser. I'm not a horrible person that can't lose weight. I've just been freaking brainwashed by the diets to just think of it this way. And you know what? Oh, Jim's right. I think I'm just going to pick one thing. Let me think of my worst habit. I'm going to focus on fixing that. <laughs> right? You know, uh, it's a much better thing. Do we need to identify the subconscious reasons that are keeping us overweight or just focus on changing the subconscious programs that are running our eating behaviors? Vicky, that's a great question. And, um, Vicky, I hope you're going to be, we got a call coming up in 15 minutes. So I hope you're in there um, bringing some specifics. So I, I can't wait. I'm excited to, to meet you. Um, okay. So this is a, this is a tricky question only because I think identifying subconscious reasons can be helpful. Is it always necessary? No, definitely not, but it can be helpful. And so I think I like to identify subconscious reasons, but I'm also aware in my mind of how long I'm looking to, oh, nice, awesome. Um, I'm looking to identify or notice how long I'm trying to identify them, okay? Because here's the thing I'll tell you. In terms of mindset, one of the biggest mindset distinctions you have to become aware of <clears throat> is uh, problem-oriented mindsets versus solution-oriented mindsets. Now, humans have a negativity bias. It's, it's hardwired in us. Again, it's one of those cognitive biases. There's no avoiding it. You're, you have a negativity bias wired into you. It's evolutionary. It was more important to remember where the lion was than where the beautiful flower was. Okay. So a lot of times now when we're thinking about anything we're struggling with, it, it does not even just weight, just anything in life. Um, what happens is we get obsessed with trying to analyze and figure out why, why am I not losing weight? Why do I never stick with a plan? Why do I keep eating the wrong foods? And we keep asking these types of questions. What happens though, is we're all focusing on the problem. You see, we're taking whatever the problem was and we just keep obsessed. Let me just figure out why that is. And we think we're going to have this cognitive break that's going to change everything. We just figure out why, why do I do that? <laughs> you know, however, the problem becomes you've done this for so long that you've got the neural pathways of all the reasons that you think, I was like, oh, that happened when I was six years old. And my mom said that to me when I was 15. And then, oh, that happened to me when I was 14. And our mind just runs through all this stuff, which really isn't it. That's really not the answers. So the biggest solution, again, I, I don't mind identifying things. I'll spend a little bit of time figuring that out. It's satisfying to the mind. It can bring some insight. But I'm aware of if I'm going too long and trying to figure out the problem, I just, okay, enough. Enough of that. Let's focus on the solution. So I'll spend usually about 10, 15% of the time on figuring out the problem, trying to analyze and understand it a bit. But then I will spend most of my time on the solution. And the solution, you have to take a leap of faith there. Okay. And this is one of the hardest things for you to do. But it would be, so I'll, just, I'll give you a couple vague ones. And the more specific you make these, the more effective it becomes. And you don't, you won't do this on your own. You, you have to, you have to intentionally do this. You won't spontaneously do this ever. Because your brain is lazy. It doesn't want to conserve extra energy. It doesn't want to spend extra energy. It wants to conserve energy. 
And so asking the questions of what's wrong with me, why do I do this? Well, how am I ready? Those questions are easy to mull over because you've got all the answers. It takes very little thought. You just run through them. Okay. What you have to do is ask yourself questions like, how can I make weight loss easier for myself? How can I lose weight in an enjoyable way that will last? How can I program in new behaviors into my life that will bring me to my goal weight and allow me to stay there? You see? And so, you know, I know you brace it. Well, yeah, well, I don't know. I don't know the answer to those. I know. But if you keep thinking about them, you'll come up with the answers. And if you get obsessed with questions like this, it's amazing because your brain is like a supercomputer, but you're asking shitty questions. I, I can't express anymore. Everyone in my program, everyone that I, I've ever worked with is, is an overthinker, you know? And if the questions you're thinking about are problem oriented, you're wasting all that energy and time coming up with nothing valuable. And so I would rather put it into how do you want to feel? Um, and again, the more specific you get. So maybe your biggest habit is eating at night. So you begin asking, you know, and again, I don't think it's a problem to ask, like, what are the subconscious reasons, especially like with emotional eating? I find it very valuable. Okay. Because a lot of times, uh, nighttime eating, what's going on at night? Why did I eat that ice cream? I want to lose the, yeah, it's the how. Yeah, that's exactly right, Vicky. Yeah. Stop with it. And that, that's kind of a general a generalization there where it's like why questions tend to be problem oriented, how questions tend to be much more solution oriented, right? Maybe problem. I'm sure not hundred percent, but, but usually. So for me in my head, and certainly when I'm working with people, when I hear why questions, it's a big red flag. It's just leading you nowhere. Do you know what I'm saying? It's addictive though. You, you think it's going to lead to this, this piece of information that's going to change everything instantly. It's not because your weight loss really comes down to your behaviors and what it really comes down to is reinforcing new thought patterns, new feelings, and new behaviors ultimately. And that takes reinforcement, practice. No one thinks about weight loss as a process of practice, right? You just think of it as, I know what to do and I just got to force myself to do it. But you're not looking at it behaviorally. You know, what, what we really need to do is consistently reinforce what works for us. And so the more we get focused on solutions, the more we start coming up with strategies and articulating solutions that work for us you know, and it's a process. And so you may say, well, at first, you know, you could start with, I, I, I keep eating a bag of cookies every night at, at, after dinner. I got to stop eating bag of cookies. Now that's, that's a shitty goal. You don't want to stop there. Your subconscious mind doesn't understand negatives, right? If I tell you not to think about a banana, what are you thinking about? Right. So if in my mind, I'm constantly saying, okay, I can't eat cookies tonight. I can't eat cookies tonight. I can't eat cookies tonight. Right. You're obsessed on the cookies. This is what every diet does to you. And I swear this is intentional. I swear it because I know I'm not a brilliant, I'm not a genius. <laughs> and it's like, I know these companies have, you would not believe the resources and what they do to create these products. And so it's hard for me to believe that they do this and they can't understand that by, because every diet's focusing on what you can't eat pretty much, you know? And so it focuses you on the exact thing that you want to eat is I can't eat cookies anymore. Okay. No carbs, no carbs, no carbs, no carbs. <laughs> it becomes this, this mantra, but what are you thinking about? You know, the exact thing you want to stop. It's like self-torture. And so um, what we want to start doing is say, what do I want to eat? Right. So, okay. So I'm eating cookies at night. I want to stop that. I know that's bad. So we start by articulating the problem, but then we want to shift it over to the solution. What is the solution? And the solution, unfortunately, now I know why people like diets. Just tell me what to do and I'll do it. There's, there's no thought there, you know, but if you can realize that what's really going to give you the results you want is to come up with custom-made solutions that work for you. Okay. And that have the criteria around them that are, they're relatively easy, um, pretty automatic, and that you can continually do um, someone on autopilot. 
And so, you know, you begin saying, what can I do at night instead of eating cookies? You know, and then again, now maybe we'll go over to cookies. Why am I eating cookies right now? We're, we're looking at it for emotional reasons. Now, Vic, you're going to learn all this in the program. You know what I mean? This will be, um, we go through this in a lot of detail because this is the core of it. But I'll give you, everyone, I'll give you kind of an overview real quick about this. Um, why am I eating the cookies? Well, there's, there's almost always an emotional reason why we're doing what we're doing. I swear emotional eating is probably the number one reason why people struggle with weight. So when we say like, oh, why am I eating the cookies? There probably is an emotional reason. Maybe you work hard all day and the cookies are the reward for you. Or maybe that's how you relax. Or maybe that's how you entertain yourself. Okay. And so it's, it's nice to know that. And again, yeah. So Vicky, this will be, the, this is the emotions piece and the mindset. And this is solid gold. Um, because again, we've been conditioned millions and millions of ads in our lifetimes. All of us, we have been conditioned to think about food, using food for emotional fulfillment right? Every single ad you see, every food ad you see is a hypnosis session where they're looking to uh, create emotion and then attach their product to it. It has nothing to do with anything. Like Mountain Dew is a classic of this where it's like, they're always like X games. I don't know if they still do this, but it was always like X games, like, you know, snowboarders and skateboarders and people doing crazy tricks. And then you associate Mountain Dew with that. Well, it's just green sugar water. What, what's that have to do with doing skateboards? Like nothing. You know what I mean? But on a, on a subconscious level, it does mean something. And so, so, you know, once we start, we've like said, what's the ballpark emotions I'm getting out of this behavior? And it's a lot of times that if it's a nighttime one, after you've worked hard all day, it's entertainment, relaxation, reward. These are the big ones. So the next question becomes, though, how can I get better relaxation? How can I entertain myself with, in a way that doesn't involve food? Now, I know you can feel crickets. He's like, oh, don't know. <laughs> I know you don't know. But if you keep asking that question, you keep thinking about it night after night, after a week or two, you have new strategies that pop in your head. And then you work on implementing them. You keep the best ones. You optimize them. You tweak them. And so a month from now, you've got a real genuine strategy that works for you, that's built around you, that you came up with and have worked on implementing in a logical and strategic way. And now maybe you only eat cookies twice a week. It just, I, I don't, like, I don't know if this makes sense to everyone, but it's like, this is the approach, you know? And so it doesn't feel you're making your weight loss so stressful. You know, you really are because you're so impatient. Your impatience is driving you to feel so stressed out and tense about this process when it does not need to be, you know, um, your weight loss could feel like starting to take yoga classes. You know what I mean? Like if you took a yoga class, cause it's like, oh, I'm gonna take a class. Right. And you're doing it to do the class, to have that experience. Right. When it comes to weight loss, you're just so fixated on just losing the weight. Right. <laughs> I think he says if it's that easy, honestly, it's not that easy. Okay. I'm, I'm a little overstating it for sure, but I'm not much. If you stayed really focused on what's the longest it'll take you. I mean, I'll, I'll give you my example. I nighttime eating was my big bad habit that I first worked on. And I would say it took me a good five, six months to really make a dent in it and, and get it. And what I say by make a dent is act, not overeat, not eat at night at all. Um, more often than not, it, it took about five, six months and probably another five, six months to make it just, that's just what it is. But here's, here's what I'm trying to tell you is that then it was 30 years of never having to worry about eating me eating. I'd never snack at night. And it wasn't until COVID freaking COVID, um, which I was okay with, but, but I, then I started eating chips one night. And so now, but I, now I, I strategically, I put it in there. So now I will eat chips once or twice a week at night, you know, but I hadn't snacked at night for 28 years, you know? And so, and I could, I could have continued that if I wanted to, but again, I have the ability to choose what gives me the most happiness. And so eating those chips was really enjoyable at night. 
So I'm saying, oh, I want to have this sometimes. I want to be able to do it. So I, I manipulate a couple other things so I can, again, calorie wise, it's all going to stay the same, you know? And um, if I want to do that, I can do it. But yeah, I'm sure, Vicky. I, I know I'm not going to make you goofy promises. I can promise you what will happen is you'll like it'll be it's like a recipe. Okay. That, that's what it's like. You ever know like someone makes something and you're just like, oh my God, how could someone make this? Right. So it's like you just can't imagine it. But then you like see the recipe and you're like, oh. And it's like it's like our brains are so funny like that, where it's like we see the finished product and we're like, oh my God, that one was impossible, you know? And then you see the recipe and you're like, oh, okay, they just followed a plan. That's what that's what the program's gonna do. It it breaks things down. And as you go through it, you'll figure out which ones are most important for you. But here's the key thing. This is the most important part of it for people in my program is that you're going to hit, you're going to hit times when you are discouraged, when you're not getting the results you want, when you feel shitty about whatever's going on. And that's my favorite part for people in the program, because then I can talk to you and work you through that because that's the biggest difference with people in my program and everything else they've done. Cause everything else they've done, it's all or nothing. And the second they're not feeling it, they're done. They're done. And they're done until they start the all phase again. And then they go nothing and they're just stuck in that. So this program here, I guarantee you, Vicky, I guarantee you, I do it every week. I've done over 5,000 weight loss sessions, private weight loss sessions. I've done hundreds, if not thousands of group ones, you know? And so it's, there, there's a process to this whole thing. It, it's not rocket science. It's just a more complex, I don't say comprehensive is the better word. It's a comprehensive understanding of the subconscious factors that influence your, your weight. Okay. Most people, again, just think willpower. I'm going to force myself to act in a new way. That's its top down approach. What we're doing is a bottom up approach, your mindset, lifestyle, then the eating, you see, and most people just go on the top and use willpower to force their eating to be different without taking account any of the lifestyle pieces, any of the mindset pieces. So once you understand the mindset, so what are the mindset pieces, motivation, self-image habits, emotions, thinking, maintenance. When you have an in-depth understanding of those, and again, in the program, you're going you're gonna to answer all those questions. You're going to have a 60-page workbook you're going to fill out. You're going to have your own custom-made weight mastery blueprints, you know? And so you can refer back to them. So it's like people come and say, oh, I don't know my motivation. I'm not feeling that motivated. Go back to your motivation blueprint, look it over, see if it motivates you. You know, most of the time they come back to you, yeah, I'm feeling good. I just need to remember that. You know, sometimes I say, I had to retweak it. I tweak it up. Great. But at least I can point you to something. <laughs> Do you see what I'm saying? So it's like you, I, I'm telling you, you'll see that, Vicky. It's gonna, you're gonna let go. You don't realize how superstitious you've been because you've had no strategy. You've just had the willpower force myself to do it for a little while. That's why you're so anxious. There's no understanding what's going on there. All right. Um, yeah, we should write ourselves a love letter for those. Broken Halo, you are are you a coach or something? You got a lot of good stuff here. I, I gotta say. Yeah. Weight loss feeling positive and not like torture. Can we imagine? Right. <laughs> Imagine enjoying it. The weekend is hard for me. My brain things eat and celebrate Friday to Sunday. Um, that's okay. I mean, I do too, but I've just, I've strategized it and um, I do it very strategically. Okay. Um, but you can do that. You can set up any way that you want. You know, I would be vegan if going out to eat wasn't so difficult. I've tried it fasting and I'm gaining. Oh, intermittent fasting. Yeah. Mm, yep. Intermittent fasting is a tactic. I use intermittent fasting. I, I stumbled into it. It wasn't the main thing, but um, it, it's a tactic. You need more than that. Okay. But I got to get out of here. I'm going to go do a coaching call. Any of you on here, if you want to move forward in this, go um, listen to the hypnosis session, go to my bio, click that link and listen to the hypnosis sessions free. There's a training after it. It's about a half hour long, three steps to master your weight. And then I email you every day with, um, you know, encouraging positive messages to help you see things from a different angle and help you master your weight. All right. So I'm here for you folks. All right. Um, so have, have a great day and we will talk soon. Bye.